With the US, UK and Eurozone rate decisions having been taken this week, all coming as expected with the Fed delivering a 25 basis point rise and both the ECB and Bank of England 50 basis points, markets took it all positively. Analysts were saying a decline on Wall Street subsequently, taking both the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq into a full bull market, was on hopes that the Fed is near peak rates. Is that the case? Well, welcome to IG's Trade in the Markets podcast this week. I'm Jeremy Naylor. We're joined on the pod this week by Richard Snow, foreign exchange analyst at Daily FX. Rich, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks very much, what Jeremy. Make of, what do you make of uh, what we've seen this week on the interest rate front? Yeah, it, we really had a lot to consider. Uh, I mean, if you if you look at the Fed, they really had something for everyone in their statement, uh, hawks and doves alike. Uh, we saw them mentioning that ongoing increases in the target range will be appropriate. Uh, but at the same time, the Fed's admission that inflation has eased uh, despite somewhat remaining elevated, uh, that was music to markets' ears and really just re-engaged this uh, risk-seeking behavior that we've seen and propelling uh, equity indices higher, as you've mentioned. So what, what did you make of, I mean, the Fed, as I said, in, in the wake of that announcement, um, we went to recent highs on all the major benchmarks on Wall Street, all looking really, really good. That was, of course, until we saw the uh, earnings come through from Apple, Amazon and Alphabet. But um, taking that out of the equation, clearly markets seeing something good, as you said, good for doves and hawks alike. Do you think we're really near peak rates in the States? I think we are near, and the fact that we've seen a lower tempo in the pace of the hike certainly suggests that that is the case. Uh, Jerome Powell, naturally, and the Fed at large, they, they understood going into the meeting that any admission that inflation is headed in the right direction was likely to elicit a response that they don't necessarily want, uh, which is what we've seen in the equity markets where um, sentiment appears to be believing that, okay, we're in the clear uh, things are looking good. Uh, equities are looking more favorable at lower levels. Uh, this really wasn't the message that the Fed wants to uh, send across. And uh, they did try and uh, provide a bit of uh, balance in their statement and just say that, you know, we, we don't have that conclusive evidence that inflation has declined uh, Jerome Powell particularly pointing to his dissatisfaction with core services inflation, uh, excluding the housing components. He's yet to see uh, satisfactory improvements there. So uh, on the whole, yes, we're seeing encouraging information uh, with regards to lower inflation. Uh, and that certainly speaks to the fact that we are nearing a peak as to where that will be. We're not quite sure. Uh, previously, the Fed, um, when you look at their dot plot, they looked at a, a rate of 5.1. So um, we certainly remain uh, on par for anywhere between 5 and possibly 5.25% of the Fed funds rate. The dollar basket on Thursday's session hit levels not seen since April last year. How do you trade what the Fed is trying to achieve here? Is it is it a strong dollar story from these recent lows or are you happy continuing to go short on the dollar? I think the dollar is susceptible to further downside moves, although we have to be cognizant of uh, how much the uh, dollar index has declined thus far. Uh, and we have been seeing uh, before the Fed announcement, the dollar sort of uh, in a, a period of uh, sideways movement, somewhat uh, uh, congested 
waiting for that uh, impulse to then continue a uh, move lower. So I think we, we just need to be cognizant of where we are in that process. Uh, as I said, longer term, I do believe that there is still a further downside to be had, but uh, possibly an opportunity here to be a little bit more uh, cognizant of entry levels. We perhaps want to be looking at uh, a retracement of these lower moves. So price moving a little bit higher in the dollar, um, perhaps we're seeing a bit of easing in the euro. Obviously, the euro making up the majority of the uh, components of the dollar basket. So if we see that uh, starting to retrace, uh, you could then start looking at uh, entries to go short once again. How about um, some of the other currencies? When looking at the currency markets and you trade these, of course, there's always two sides to the trade. Let's take a look at the other side of um, that euro dollar trade and talk about what we saw from the European Central Bank this week. It certainly seems like they're hell bent on continuing to raise interest rates, quite rightly so, because of the elevated levels of inflation, especially in the German economy. Uh, we're hearing from uh, central bank members uh, post that meeting that they still want to raise another 50 basis points come the March meeting, which is probably the right thing to do. But um, I mean, looking at this dollar euro dollar trade, how happy are you taking a position on the euro? Or do you think this euro dollar trade is still all about the dollar? Uh, we've been seeing uh, improved economic data uh, in the eurozone. Uh, I think Lagarde mentioned resilient uh, you know, on the economic front, uh, which certainly is the case now that the gas prices uh, appears to be uh, avoided for now. As far as the uh, FX pay is concerned, um, we, we have been starting to see the euro standing on its own two feet. Uh, previously, a, a lot of that was denominated, as you mentioned, or, or driven, I should say, uh, by the dollar. Uh, but the euro appears to to be supported by this uh, hawkish stance of the ECB, where you know, it's very unlike the ECB to, as to be as unified as they have been. And, and they've been conveying a clear message that inflation remains too high. Uh, we are seeing numbers drop on the headline side, but core inflation certainly way too high and not really showing any signs of coming down. Uh, so they remain motivated to hike aggressively. And that comes at a time when looking at dollar, uh, the FOMC statement suggests that we're perhaps nearing a peak. So interesting to watch interest rate differentials between the two currency pairs. Um, that in my mind suggests that you know, Euro USD, we couldn't be seeing more upside, but the two very linked, uh, whether you're talking the dollar basket or Euro USD, uh, we certainly want like to see uh, more beneficial levels uh, that speaks to a better risk to reward uh, trade going forward. So certainly looking for uh, pullbacks uh, in both markets, uh, obviously considering how far along they are in those respective trends, looking at better entries, but I would definitely say that the, the euro for me, in, in my view, uh, certainly does look appealing against the dollar. Let's substitute the euro for sterling and, and take a look at the sterling dollar chart in the wake of the Bank of England. 50 basis points, I said, widely expected. Big question marks about where it goes from here. Interesting enough for me yesterday, when looking through this statement from the Bank of England, that they agreed with the general consensus that the UK is going to go into recession. But they said it's likely to be shallower. Does this give them much more upside scope, do you think, to raise interest rates further at uh, meetings further on down the road, um, bearing in mind that the economy perhaps maybe is slightly stronger than some had feared? Clearly, inflation remains high in the UK, which is what the Bank of England is, is being asked to control. 
I wouldn't say it really gives them license. Uh, the Bank of England have certainly been a, a reluctant hiker, and I think the the economic news, the you know, the communication of a shallower recession, um, it, it comes across as less bad news, but still bad news on the whole. And that's the challenge the bank has been dealing with: is that they're having to fight inflation at a time when economic growth is coming under threat. Uh, we obviously see now that uh, they anticipate five quarters of a contraction down from eight and shallower uh, economic uh, contraction there. Uh, but the statement really is reliant on future data. <clears throat> They've mentioned that we are you know, possibly getting close to a peak, both uh, on interest rate uh, fronts and on inflation. They mentioned we were possibly at the peak for inflation, but it's difficult to tell. So they've essentially covered all angles. <clears throat> they've said we're we're getting to a point where we we could see interest rates level out, uh, but we just don't know. And they mentioned that they're in uncharted territory, so it really is going to be uh, more a case of what is the incoming data, and uh, that will determine. The path forward. Now, speaking of incoming data, we have UK GDP at the end of next week. That's certainly going to be a telling print, uh, as we saw a mild contraction in the Q3 print. And if we see another contraction quarter on quarter uh, for Q4, uh, that would confirm the recession uh, that the uh, Bank of England has been anticipating. So, how do you trade sterling uh, in the wake of the Bank of England? What we now know, what the thought processes were at the BOE and in the context of that data next week. Where do you trade best trade sterling against which currency? Yeah, looking at the charts, you'd have to say uh, the recent rise in cable, uh, so sterling dollar, uh, that uh, has risen to fairly impressive levels. And we've now seen uh, the emergence of quite a bearish move uh, near levels of resistance uh, around one spot two three, if my memory serves me correctly. So uh, I'd certainly be looking to fade that uh, bullish trend that we had been seeing uh, interest rate hikes from the Bank of England uh, unusually has resulted in lower sterling moves. Typically, when we see interest rate hikes, uh, that uh, supports currencies. Um, not the case for the Bank of England. I think that speaks to the fact that uh, we're in this cost of living crisis at the moment and rate hikes really do strain the consumer at the end of the day. So yeah. uh, I would be uh, looking for lower moves on uh, cable going forward. Rich, we'll have to leave it there, but thank you so much indeed for joining us. Uh, we're distilling down what we've been hearing from central banks this week. That was Richard Snow from Daily FX on today's podcast.